What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Look, I love how you don't, like every single week you're like, no, you're the special guest, but you don't even introduce me as such. And then you build it up. My goodness. So is you would like me to change the intro entirely? Hmm? Like, like, so it's like, hello and welcome everybody to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin. Here with me today is my special guest. I think that would be more consistent with your... I'm really more critiquing your argument, which I disagree with anyway. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. So you don't want me to be change... Be consistent, Ben. You don't want me to change anything other than my argument. Right. Exactly. Now we're on to it. Let me see. What does this change then? Because I feel like this is only going to be bad for you. Mm, I don't think so. I think so. Is, is, is my brother Jay co-host of the show? Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. So it's like, it's like if I didn't say in every episode, it would just be like, here with me today is this person. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like, um, hmm, mm-hmm. like, a, like a person who's, who's helpful. Look, what it comes cause. down to is if you want, if you want some consistent opening lines of dialogue here on the show, all you have to do is head over to patreon.com slash popcorn culture and vote for Jazzy J. That's, 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 you know, if the, the, the little kernels know what's up. That you're an intern. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not an intern (laughs) one step above intern like like paid intern (laughs) paid intern oh man the fact that there's a delineation between those two things at all is embarrassing it's not good it's It's really it's really not good and it's like it's it's all i can imagine is that at one point in time the idea of of how intern internships worked were maybe maybe closer to an apprenticeship of sorts like where the idea was the experience gained by being an intern was was in fact so valuable oh right like if it like where i can see where if you were like would you like to come shadow me for a week 
or something and you're like doing the thing and you were there with the person and the whole point was like I am literally mentoring you for this week you know as a service to you yeah, or something it, exactly and I would see it almost more as as a like as unpaid teaching opposed to unpaid employment that's exactly <laughs> what it is that's exactly what it like, is like I think the idea teaching. of an internship was was supposed to be that I it's, have heard tell of internships where you had to pay to be there. Oh, like you're like paying for the training to work there. Yeah, that's not good. It, that's like, no. Oh my gosh. It makes me so mad. I had, I did three internships in college. None of them were paid. And I, if, if you were an employer or plan on employing people, let me just say, please pay your interns oh, because absolutely. they are doing work. You have to pay people for their work or yes. Or we need to, cause I, what I really feel like, I mean, like, like anything, I feel like things start out usually like, with with fairly good intentions but then as time goes on they are like changed or morphed or manipulated to it's like this is no like this is not what this is supposed to be it's It's a departure from the like the original idea because the other thing i would argue in some capacities is that internships are also just not like extraordinarily beneficial if all you're doing is going and grabbing coffee for people like and i don't know how many internships are actually like that Mm -hmm. where it's like it's just that kind of that feels like the meme you know, is like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm the intern, so I do the coffee run, run. but, um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think that like the, we've paid every intern who's ever worked for us, but I feel like there is maybe the idea that being here, being in the space, being around all of like the equipment and watching the process and, and realistically being a fly on the wall Mm -hmm. is, is in fact beneficial. Yeah. Right. I think so. Am I, am I talking myself in circle right now? I think we typically like we have hired like the the interns we have hired we have given them work to do that we have put up on channels. Yes. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So that's the other thing too is that the like the work is actually it's going somewhere it's doing something. Yeah. It's accomplishing things. Yeah. But okay, because that's that would be my other question would be like if you're an employer and you're looking at a resume from someone who has like four internships like each year of college they went and they they sought another internship. Yeah. Like to me if I'm in that hiring position. I would be more impressed with the initiative to each year go and find a new one. Yeah. Like, like to have taken the time to seek it out, to go and be there. And it's like, really, it has nothing to do with what you may or may not have learned under the tutelage of any of these people who I'll never get verification from. Yeah. It's the initiative to have the internship each year and then like successfully balance that with your existing school load. Exactly. Exactly. But then at the same rate, you know, like there's, there's sort of like the interesting dilemma of like, what if, what if you have somebody who's like working their way through college? So maybe you're like a, like a, an assistant manager at like a grocery store or something. So maybe has nothing to do with your field in let's say engineering, but also this is someone who like went and as a way to get themselves to the point where they could apply for this job were also working that much harder just to get just to get there right you know what i mean it's like it's it's hard because on on resumes like it's it's there are words but like those words so rarely do proper justice to everything that may have happened on the other end like i think some some words might look more impressive and are not such Mm -hmm. in other words may not look that impressive but are such (laughs) yeah you know i do it's like every job title like every job title now sounds very very nice yeah it's true it's true but see that's the thing too with with words is that i i feel like so often they they morph so like the departure from like the term uh like secretary to executive assistant Mm -hmm. is like 
I feel like that is only an improvement until executive assistant just has the exact same connotations as secretary did. Right. And and I don't know if when that terminology changed, if that actually made like a substantial difference in job duties, like in terms of like responsibility, in terms of pay, in terms of like what comes with it. Like they changed right. the name and with the name change, they, it became much more imper- important. Yeah. Um, like b- because like the, I, I think, and I could be wrong here, but there's nothing that that feels actively negative about the word secretary. It has much more to do with the idea of of like someone who is maybe underpaid to be like a helper and in and, and maybe doing like like answering phones, right? You know, like it's it's not. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know all the duties or the or how how the name changes affected the duties of the employee in question. Right, and here's the other thing too is that like when I was doing aquarium work. I would like many of my clients at the time were people who were um, owners of businesses or, or, you know, CEOs of companies or whatever. And it made it such that my point of contact at any of those locations was this executive assistant. Mm -hmm. And dude, these people are pros. I mean, for sure. Like, I think it probably varies wildly depending on your field and how high up in the company whoever you're the executive assistant of but i think i'm sure at levels it's like what you're really hiring is like that person and every contact they know in the biz yeah you know it's like oh you got this person yeah i have an in over there because what you want to be able to do with that person is say like i have a problem get it done and them to just be like don't worry about it and they're off yeah and i mean here's the thing though because it's like that job in so many ways can just be like like creative problem solving. Right. And so like in a lot, like sometimes I'll think about that job and I'm like, I would like that job. You would be an executive assistant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It'd be like, it'd be like, okay, okay, bring it on. What do we need to do? Have I ever told a story about get wood? Yeah, I think you've definitely told that story. Okay. The, the very, yeah. very, very short version of it is that when I was, when I was doing my interning with, uh, with an aquarium guy who was much, much higher in the in the country in terms of like recognition, which is to say he has recognition and I had five gallon buckets. So the disparity was pretty massive, but we were at this conference center and we were putting up a 500 gallon, uh, saltwater display tank in the middle of the conference center that like had literally been brought in on like a trailer and then like rolled across the floor and sent into a position and it needed a shim. And typically if you're like shimming a bookcase, this is like a small flat piece of, of wood that you like slide underneath so that it's level. Yeah. You know, like a tiny wedge, like a tiny wedge. Yeah. Uh, a, a shim for a 500 gallon aquarium is, is a two by four, you know, right. it's, it's bigger. A, it's a piece of lumber. And this was like one of those situations where, where the guy who was in charge was like, I need you to go find a 30 inch two by four, you know? And it was just like, yeah. Okay, like <laughs> right. I'll go look, and that was basically you know like my what I ended up doing was finding a row of pallets leaned up against the dumpster and brought a hammer out there and literally just wailed on it until I could break one free, right? And then cut it with a hacksaw and came back and was like piece of wood, right? <laughs> you know, but there was no way I was getting to like a Lowe's or a Home Depot or anything like that. That was that was not in the card. So it was yeah. Where else are you gonna find this? Yeah, but and I my guess is that like your said employer had been to enough of these shows to know that every. every event there is wood there are stacks of wood at every venue no matter what somewhere yes right like (laughs) i I think i think what he knew is now what i know right which is like if if i were ever in that position and i was like we need it we need a piece of wood it would be like 
go find some. Right. Like it's here. It's here. It's here. I promise you that. But I, I don't know where it is. I can't tell you who to talk to. I have absolutely no direction to give you other than your own resourcefulness. Go. Go do it. Um, but I feel like that would be a very fun job mm. if, that, if that's just like what what I was assigned to do all day every okay. day let me ask you this this is a sort of a, I'll, I'll explain the connection in a second but in your years of consuming like tv and movies and media is there a specific kind of role people named ben or benjamin tend to have because my guess is that since it's your name you always notice that person whenever a character named ben is on screen oh that's a good point that is a very good point Ben, yeah, Ben, who are famous Benjamin Button, reverse sure. aging. I don't think that's. I very think National common. Treasure isn't that guy named Ben. Is oh, because it it's, ben? it's Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Gates. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so clever. Yeah, great movie. Age is amazing. <laughs> so good. We're gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. My my absolute favorite part of that of that movie is when they're putting the lemon juice on the back of the Declaration of Independence, and they're like nothing, and they're like, you know what we need? Heat. And then like him and, and the girl are both like, <sighs> and it like shows up and it's like, I don't think that's the kind of heat. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if breath heat. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're going like a hairdryer and you're like, that makes more sense. Better. Okay. Who else? Who else is there throughout, throughout cinema named Ben? Ben Grimm? Ben front is you tell me fam- i don't know i'm not paying attention my name's not ben okay okay i don't think i don't think that there is any okay any specific you haven't noticed like a certain trope with your name no do you have a trope no i think this is what made me think of it is that very often jonathan's in tv shows are assistants <laughs> oh like jonathan yeah like jonathan could you get me that <laughs> Oh, or something no. like that. You want to know what's so fitting about that? Yeah. This show. This show? No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I honestly, that was just very low hanging fruit. I uh, don't actually feel that I can way. I see the chat during the premiere just blowing up right now. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be fantastic. I will say that the most recent Jonathan I've come across is in a show my son Luke is watching called Puppy Dog Pals. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's about Bingo and Rolly, and they love to play. What, what does Jonathan do? Jonathan is a seagull, and he's just sort of their friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's the worst. Why? Why can't it be something better than a seagull? So are there any cool Jonathans? Oh, man. I don't. Mm, Have you ever discovered national I'm, treasure? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has there been a cool Jonathan discovered? There, no, not, not that comes to mind immediately. Not one that I was like, finally. There we go, man. The lead character. Fine. What do you know? Well, okay. So here, here's the here's the I think a funny thing about our family is that we we have like our whole, our whole family. It's it's John, Mary, Tyler, Jonathan, and Benjamin. Yeah. Like we have we have like pretty classic. Yeah. Names. Have and- you met my wife Elizabeth or my sons Luke, <laughs> Nicholas, or Nathan? <laughs> This is this is like I don't know if this is a thing or not, but when we've been picking out a name for our daughter, it it has been like a very 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 small influencing factor was trying to pick a name that is not in the top fifty names list. Mm, okay, like so it's like, is there any way like that it's that it's not our number two name is the t- is a top ten name. My pr- here's you want to hear my prediction? Yeah, is that in ten years you will find out that your daughter's name was in the top 50 names for 2021. Oh, like you think that, that like it will end up being the case. Yeah. That like that it's a much more common name because, because you are, 
you are living inside of the social funnel of name-based influence. Exactly. Wow. Well phrased. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So basically what that means is that unknowingly many people right now are settling on this particular name for for reasons. Exactly. Yes. For all the same reasons. Okay. I will, I will say that there is absolutely one reason in particular that I'm fairly certain that our name will be popular. I'm going to wait until after she's here and I've told everybody what her name is. Right. And I'll have to tell you my, our entire dilemma with, with this name and how funny it's been and, and everything, but we're, we are set. We are set on a name. The name of the top 10 that we are not using is Harper. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. That, that is not her name. That's if, not her if, name. If Rule got, that one out. If you've got like a list of, of all the names that I've been dropping over all of our various platforms of as, as names that we did not use. Right. That's one of them. Okay. Yeah. Not Harper. Not Harper. Gotcha. Um, okay. And then also the other thing we definitely need to know is if there has ever been a cool Jonathan in a, in a, yeah, like in a show, a show, a movie, right. anything I think, ever. I think the problem I run into is that if you're writing a script, you just so much rather call your character John instead of Jonathan. Cause there's plenty of great Johns out there. True. You know, true. Mm hmm. Yeah, there. John is a common one. It's it's very common. It's, I mean, it's m- amongst the most common names. Amongst, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no Muhammad, but you know. <laughs> well, that's sure. That's a super bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> in case anybody is like, that's a random stab. Um, yeah. What? Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Ooh. Okay. Here, as we're talking about names, Ben. Segue. I have an update about the Washington football team <gasps> and their name selection. Are you ready? Give it to me. Are, is okay. there, they have a name? They do not have a name, but I want your opinions on this because we it's been a while since we've talked about the Washington football team and their name saga. It's it's due course, though, because they went an entire season as the Washington football yes, team. Yes, and they will go a whole second season. They will go a whole... Okay. Yes. One of my favorite things as my, as my smallest side on this is that when you play uh, fantasy football, when you are picking your defense, they, they list it by the mascot name so you could pick like the Ravens or the Rams or the Patriots as like it won't say like New England or LA or whatever it it says that so literally if you're if you chose Washington's defense it just says football team yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like that's hilarious I like one of the things I like about Washington football team is that the abbreviation then is WFT which just it feels so close to WTF like nice, you know, if, if I think people are hesitant to like latch on to, to create too much culture around the name Washington football team. But if they were just like, that's it, it's official. We are moving forward. This is the new name permanently. I think that would be amongst the very first things that people started incorporating into the culture was WTF. Yeah, I think that's true. I can see it. I, I think that's true. Can I just have a brief yeah. aside before okay. you give me the actual names and say that I would love it if the name that they chose was just the force the force and, and their symbol was a lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> it's like like the wash the, the washington Washi- the force the washington the force right so the force the force not the washington force no no no. the washington the force the washington the force yes the okay. washington the fourth okay force. the fourth just not the fourth the fourth not a bad option either that, that is actually i could that's not the worst because it could be like fourth of july and it is washington the, yeah and it's washington actually that's that's not bad. That's not okay. I'm surprised that that's not a I'm more common. It's better not- than some that are on this list. I'm about to read to you. Okay, give it to me. Okay, so um, this was put out 
I think by the Washington football team on Twitter. It's got a verified check, although it says Washington football team on CBS Sports. I think that must have been a name change because they were playing a preseason game on CBS oh, during the time sure. of the tweet. Yep. However, so what we have here is a list of eight names. And according to the tweet, the three finalists were selected from this list of eight candidates. So... As per the tweet, they have already selected three finalists, but they're showing. But us the they're eight. showing us the top eight. Okay, so it's not as if your influence can make any difference. They've already moved past five of these names. But my guess is that we'll be able to know the top three. No prob. No problem. You think so? I I I think they're yeah. Okay, so let me. I'll, I'll read them out to you. I uh, and we'll just see what you think of each one. Ready? The Washington Armada. I literally went to Armadillo. In you my went head. to Armadillo. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, well, they're not really in Washington. Yeah. Um, but so I don't. Armada, I think that's more of a more of like a nautical, like a like the Navy kind of thing. Yeah, I'm indifferent to it. Okay, so not yeah, it's not immediately like that's amazing. Uh, the Washington Brigade. Okay, so similar, similar. I guess so, sort of like just military themed word. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, love it either. I know, I'm not, I'm not. Okay, continue. Okay, the Washington Commanders. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. I could, I could see that. Just, I mean, Commander in Chief. Washington. And yeah, I think it's a reference to specifically then like George Washington as well. Oh, I as see. Like the the original commander in chief or whatever. That's okay. That's my guess because it is Washington and that's who it's named after. But the Washington Commanders. Yeah, mm, I'm not. I'm not sold on Commanders myself. That's. I mean, that's fine. I, I think it's. I would say it's better than the other two so far. Okay. Uh, the Washington Defenders. Man. This- why, I know. Why are they all not that great? No, no. This one sounds like if you're going to go with defenders, that just sounds like more players on the field. You may as well just stick with football team. You know what? Because then you have both sides of the ball. You know what, what's <laughs> hilarious about what I brought up, though, is that if you were if you were picking your defense for fantasy football, at this oh point, God, it would right. say, <laughs> which defense do you want? The defenders. I would like the defenders, please. <laughs> because they Maybe. got, I mean, if that's their name, they must be good, right? Right. They're not. It, this That's a bad ever. name. It's a bad name because they are chase young is on the washington they're defense to be right fair, now to be fair they are defense, very good their defense is very good <laughs> yeah I, I don't mean to throw shade don't want to throw shade definitely not chase young he's a big boy um defender seems like a bad name because of its immediate uh like if if you ever have a bad defense which of course eventually you will just oh, yeah. through the, the you know the regular churn of the nfl like you're just asking to be made fun of with that name. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, the defenders worst defense of the league. Like that's, mm, I don't know about that. This, ne- this next one, uh, the Washington presidents. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> why, would you, why, why would you do this? This is ga- almost guaranteeing half the country's upset with you. <laughs> Uh, at any given moment. This is a terrible name. Okay, yep. So <coughs> now, now I'm back to like, now I'm back like Armada. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm much better at this point. Yeah, right? Armada's not so bad now. <laughs> right, okay, okay, continue. Okay, so the next two sort of are in the same theme. Um, we have the Washington Red Hogs. Okay. Is this a reference to like a super like a super group of fans? I think that is probably where it's being sourced from because they're, it has always confused me where the hogs came from but there is like a particular group of the the fans who go to the game who dress in um like dresses and then like pig snouts and they're like the hogs the hog form yeah i guess so i have i have no idea uh where it came from but i know that's part of it okay yeah okay 
So I can see them sort of going with the hogs thing. That also keeps the red in there as well. Sure. Um, if you want that. The next one is the Washington Red Wolves. Yes. Yeah, that's your... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that could be better is Red Coyotes. <laughs> the Red Coyotes. The Red Wolves, I, uh, I, so far, I think that's my favorite as well uh, because you can keep the same color scheme if you keep the word red in there. Sure. It does feel like maybe there's like a, well, it feels like you just, you really didn't want to change it too much or something. Oh, I can, I can see, see I can see that argument, but I still think this is better because also there aren't really any canine mascots in the NFL. Are there not? I don't. Mm, there's not a ton. I mean, of course, there's the coyotes and hockey. Well, of course. Of yeah. course. Well, we gotta, there's that. We got a whole segment on that. We got coming, a whole, oh, coming up. Don't worry. Um, yeah. Like what? What can you? Mm, there's like Timberwolves. That's a thing. So I think that's a basketball. Basketball. Basketball team. Yeah. I don't think there's any canines in the in the uh, NFL well, scene. Well, then, then, then there's an opening. There's an opening. Plus, uh, I've also heard that red wolves in particular are a particularly endangered species that are also native to the area. So it's like promoting that stuff as well. Perfect. So, uh, so far that's of the ones we've read, there's this, and then the final one ready, the Washington football team. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also. Yes. <laughs> also. Yes. I am totally fine with them keeping the name, the Washington football team. I'm totally like, okay with it too. It's kind of just grown on me. It has grown on me. I love the fact that it's just like, it's just, that's it. It just feels so classic. It does. It's it like, does. Yeah, nobody else has that. Team. It does make you stand out. It does. Yeah. I like stand that. Stand out above the crowd. Exactly. That's from Goofy Movie. It is. Yeah. Yeah. What a great song. Yeah. Oh, what is the name of the artist in that movie? Oh. Oh, no. Powerline. Power yes. Same time. Set it in unison. Mark it on the bingo cards, people. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I am in agreement with you. I think Red Wolves or Washington football team are really the only... The, oh, really, I don't know how they even... What the third one could have been. Yeah. Um. I, I don't... I, I mean... I would say that those are two my two far and away favorites. Your I, favorites. Can, I feel like I could see them doing the commanders. The commanders, just just because it's like a very it's a very mascot sounding name. Is it the command? I don't know. I don't even know if it does. It's what like does warriors that look like? Or like tide or, or generals <laughs> tide, <laughs> like roll tide, like roll tide. <laughs> Yeah, uh, everyone knows what you mean, right? Laundry uh, detergent, exactly. Uh, of course, of mm -hmm. course. Everyone in Alabama just signed off. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> everyone. Oh, man. Okay, so um, good good question, though. Good question, okay. good update. I'm, I'm glad that we brought it back. I'm sure the folks at home were, were riveted. Yeah, well, there hasn't been much Washington football team name updates in a while. So now we had a we had a nice, I thought that was a pretty good list. I was like, hey, look at this. How about that? No way. Updates. Yeah. But uh, we also, we mentioned the coyotes and we also have some random Arizona coyote news on here. I'm not sure this is a fun fact about coyotes. This is just, a, this is like a, I don't, maybe it's fun. Maybe it's, it's a, it's a fact. It's an adjacent fact. It's about an coyotes. adjacent fact about coyotes. Yes. And so basically what's happening with the Arizona coyotes right now, shortly after we, we, we announced our our allegiance yeah. to the team, mm. uh, it's, it sounds like they have had poor ticket sales for you know like 20 years oh you know mm. like i think that they've been like the bottom four in the league for 20 years mm. um, it feels like the washington football team it does <laughs> it does and it kind of goes back to this like every every team that like that i that i like 
like, yeah. you know, that I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is like my person, my, my thing. It's like, there, there's always something that comes up and it's like, oh man, man. So this is your fault. Probably. Probably. I, like 20 years ago, people knew that eventually a podcast host was going to, was going to mark, mark favorite and right. then be like, you know, we should stop going now so that when we get there, it's, it's properly set up yeah you know but anyway so what's happening is that the the arizona coyotes play in um like uh, this the stadium that they play in they they (laughs) lease it the team leases it you know like the the building yeah and uh it sounds like ticket sales have been poor enough that the building is like nah dude like (laughs) you're you're not coming back again Um, yeah they're not going to renew the lease they're not going to renew the lease so the question starts to become where do they go where are they going to go here here you think they should come here the roanoke coyotes yes yeah they can work at my old concert venue yes they could. that is the only ice in town ben no there's two there's two ice in town where's the other ice in town the well i probably wouldn't be relevant for most of the listeners at home i'll think of it I'll okay think of it it's somewhere up there but there's two ice in town okay where we'll we'll start our pickup hockey league okay where we can call ourselves the washington football team <laughs> in case washington doesn't go with that <clears throat> yeah and even though we're playing hockey yeah this is getting really uh like obscure yeah the washington hockey team in roanoke <laughs> yes exactly exactly um so anyway if anybody has any uh, uh contacts over at the at the coyotes you know um front office and you'd like to get us you know a call to suggest they move to roanoke across yeah. the country yeah to a small market right I guarantee, I guarantee we'd go. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. If you can arrange it, travel and stuff, we'll be there. Right. Yeah. The selling we'll point. Like, it, come on over to Roanoke. We have a, uh, uh, we have some ice. You can skate on it. Right. Yeah. Sure. I used to work there and I feel <laughs> pretty confident. I can get them on board with an NHL team. <laughs> pretty confident i know a guy i i know some people okay i'll make some phone calls i'll be your in right right okay okay so uh that that's basically uh pending nhl team move to roanoke from pending across the country. pending you pending. all heard it here the coyotes are coming to roanoke right probably <laughs> So while, while we talk about things that are, are relatively unimportant, Jay, yeah. I, I lately have been um, putting a, a kind of a focused effort into talking about less serious things. Oh, have you? Yeah, well, I've been trying. You've I've been, been trying. trying. I've been trying. I feel like for the past several months, at some point in time, I feel like here on the pop, we started, we started like discussing like deeper topics yeah, and then like they got deeper yeah. and then deeper. And it was kind of like, I, I was, I mean, I loved it. You know, I was like, this is the, like, you know, I got, got like a place I can take all these thoughts and throw them out into the inner sphere. Throw them. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe someone will come back to me with, with some, with some, with some good thinkings, which many people have, many people have, but I have also found that I think that, uh, where I have traditionally throughout history been like, I would say reasonably okay with communication skills. Like I I would probably put that more into like a strength column, like, you know, go and be able to like have conversation with people. I have become so obsessed with these types of topics (laughs) that like small talk is gone right? (laughs) entirely. (laughs) Like, you know, I like walk up to the person at the bank to drop off our like rent check. And like, you know, while I'm there for 30 seconds, I'm like, so 
what do you think the effect blame is having on the entire society right now? Let's discuss, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it's become a thing. So I've been, I've been trying to like, You're trying to peel it back. I've been trying to peel it back. Yeah. I noticed it actually a lot. A couple weekends ago at the wedding was, I, I was like going into it and I'm like, there's going to be a lot of people here and I'm going to have a lot of temptation to have a lot of like, you know, Hey, while we're sitting here next to the pool, you know, why don't we talk about this thing? And I was like, I need to not do that. I need to, I need to like, yeah, not have those types of discussions, especially because like when you're entering into the greater unknown of way more people and not knowing like where where or how they might feel about certain things, you don't right. want, like accidentally uh, get get too deep with it. Right. <laughs> that, that being said, I do feel like I have a slightly deep topic for today that we could we could potentially discuss. Okay. 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 Because this is this has been like a query that's been floating through my brain skull for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and so I'd be interested to lob it out there to everybody to also ponder upon. And this is the question of whether or not you are in control of your feelings or if you are suppressing your feelings at any given point in time. At any given point, I think. My immediate reaction is that those don't feel like the only two options. Well, certainly that. I mean, I I think that there's there's like a diverse way to to approach this particular topic. But the idea might be something like um, if if a guy uh, cuts you off in your car, okay, and and you're like that made me mad. You know, like I want to honk the horn. I want to you know like make gestures or or something. Mm-hmm. But you don't, and you're kind of like whatever like and, and then you like let the person go on by the time you get home you've already forgotten about it i think i think in my mind that is being in control of your feelings okay like, that yeah. means you had an emotional reaction you were able to like put enough thought into identifying like the emotions the value of actually honking at the person like what will that actually produce out of this situation will it right. make any difference whatsoever no it won't okay you know moving on like you are not you're not hurt by this person. Um, your day is not really in any way like severely impacted right. by, by this particular mm-hmm. thing. Um, the, the, <clears throat> the difference might be then like if you were having a conversation with somebody and they, they had like a, a series of, of ideas or, or comments that may be like either frustrating or extremely contrary to your own, you know, like worldview or whatever. And you may resist the temptation to argue with this person. Right. You okay. might be like, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to engage because that's not going to make anything better. You know, like I'm just going to, I'm just going to like hold on to it. But I would say the difference in this situation might be the circumstance that later on that day, you're still frustrated. Okay. Like your feelings towards this person have now like there, there's almost like weight on the shoulders of the relationship from your end as it pertains to this other one person. So it's kind of like, now, as time goes on, the, like you might be inching closer to a straw that broke the camel's back type of situation. Like, like I was frustrated with you that one day. I didn't say anything. And then I got more frustrated with you another day. I still didn't say anything. And then eventually it's like, you know, they like leave the milk out and you're like, that's it. That's it. You know, and at this point in time, it's like <clears throat> you it's not that you were in control of your emotions by not having like an emotional outburst at them mm-hmm. because what you were doing was taking that that emotional outburst and literally holding on to it. Mm-hmm. So like you, it didn't it didn't ever go away. You right. like you stored it. And right. It was almost like you know jarred on on your shelf of feelings that you have inside of your heart. I think probably it sounds. I think my thought is you probably that that sounds much more like you're suppressing your emotions and like 
uh, emo- like emotions demand to be felt, you know? Yeah. That's sort of the sort of the nature of it. So I think in your initial example there, when someone like cuts you off in traffic and you just like let it go, I don't think that's necessarily a matter of like being in control of your anger. I think that's more a situation of like you have just like enough experience in situations like this to where it doesn't even make you angry. Like if you were like, it's not that you were like forced yourself. Not, I mean, may, maybe that's the case. Like if you, if you can just let it go like right away in the moment, then I don't think you were ever actually angry. No. And, and I think <clears throat> that I would say that that is where th- the way that you've described it is very differently than, than how I presented it, okay. which, which is to say that like, it does make you mad. Okay. So if someone yeah, <clears throat> it does make you mad and you like, just like, it, yeah, you're like, like, yeah, like your, your reaction is like, oh, like, you know, like you sort of like have that, like that reaction of like this, this person almost just, just ruined my day because they almost hit my car in the process of cutting in front of me or, or they cut in front of me. And now I missed out on the last cheeseburger at the drive through that right. evening because mm-hmm. they, they ran out one person in front of me. <gasps> um, furious, and, but I think this is where like emotional maturity may come into place because you, you may also know that there is that there is nothing to be gained from expressing that frustration. Like you and this other person are going in completely different directions. You will never, well, you probably will cross paths with them again um, at some point in time because we live in a small town yeah. here. Uh, I used to, I, I had a friend at one point in time who drove a pink car yeah. that made this abundantly clear. That you were driving past the same people all the time. You Const- just don't realize constantly it. Yeah. Unless they drive a pink car, at which point in time you're like, oh, oh there they are again. I and do. Again. I do pass this car a lot. Yeah. And, and chances are like yeah if you if you're driving like to and from work the same way i bet you're passing the same people all the time all the time i pass by one lady every day almost well almost every day on the way to work and she is always waiting about 200 feet away from the crosswalk trying to cross the road (laughs) where 200 feet away from the crosswalk yeah like that's really far Hmm? 200 feet is quite far. Okay, well, it's it's not th- okay. Maybe like a hundred feet then. Wait, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me th- let me try to approach this better. <clears throat> so, like, let's say there's a stoplight in yeah. front of you, and you're driving at the stoplight. Yes. Are you saying that this person is 100 feet away from the crosswalk in the direction of you? So, like, they stand between you and the crosswalk, and they're trying to cross at a not crosswalk. They are trying to jaywalk across the street, but they're close to a crosswalk. They're close to a crosswalk. What they're clearly trying to do is avoid walking the extra like rest of the way down to the crosswalk and then come go across the street and come back up because clearly they don't want to like cover that big horseshoe of a distance when they can just cut straight across here okay i understand that much better because what i what i thought you meant was every once in a while i'll have this situation where i'll be like driving up to a crosswalk and, and have a green in front of me but you're always supposed to yield to pedestrians anyway but so I, every once in a while i'll have a, the case where like somebody has like headphones on and they're like walking at a swift pace at the intersection where they ultimately will stop but based on the on the on the cadence of their current trot it doesn't seem like they're going to. Mm. And so like frequently I'm like, you're like 10 steps away from stepping out into the intersection at this moment. And I, it, it looks like you don't see me. So I'm going to start slowing down anyway, but okay, you stopped, you stopped. So I can, I'm good to go. Yeah. But so when you said like 200 feet away, I thought you meant like the, that the intersection was right there and you were approaching it and they were like way over here, oh. you know, like, and it was like, well, are they, are they really even at risk of crossing in front of you? But it no, no, now. I'm always just confused. Like they must get stuck waiting for a long time 
every single day because I always see them and right. I don't come every single day at the exact same time. And like, they're always stuck there waiting. It's like, why don't you just go to the crosswalk? Like it's not that much further. Right. <laughs> yeah. Small thing to me. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yes. This is, I mean, they must think they're saving that much time. They must, they must. And I think that sometimes that is, that is, um, the the philosophy of oh gosh who is the dad Phil Dumphy from Modern Family there like there's this one scene that has like changed my life where he's like running up the stairs and he's like slow and smooth and smooth is fast slow and smooth and smooth is fast and it's like oh my gosh that is such good advice right like mm. I I have had so many situations um like where where I'm like trying to get a whole bunch of chores done at home or whatever and I'll start to get into this like frantic mode where like I'll turn and I'll lock something over and then like I'll drop a box of screws and then like I'll have to pick those up and I'm like deep breath slow down like if you can just do this methodically and carefully then it will ultimately be faster than all of the chaos you will cause by right by moving too erratically yeah yeah so slow is smooth and smooth is fast right so slow is fast slow is fast right yes <laughs> unexpectedly unexpectedly but, but i would say in, in this particular person's example it's like they're they are determined to to go fast, which would be the shortcut. Yeah. But the shortcut has the barrier that is traffic. That is traffic. <laughs> and so it's like the most direct route <clears throat> isn't the fastest route in this particular case because you have that added barrier. But if you go up to the crosswalk, it's slower, but also faster because... Because then the, it's guaranteed. Then you have like designated walkway. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, slow, smooth, and smooth is fast. Slow, smooth, and smooth is fast. Um, I should stop and just tell them that one day. Like just FYI, slow, smooth, and smooth is fast. Horseshoe. <laughs> Yeah, horseshit. You yeah, got this. You're, you're here every day. Right, right, right. Because, I mean, it's, it's also probably hard to recognize that, too. Like, it, it may not be a dilemma that they themselves are realizing. Or there's always that thought of, like, like what, what if I walk towards the crosswalk, but then an opening is available? And so it's, like, it could be the type of thing where it's, like, 25% of the time, the most direct route is the fastest. Right, yeah, that's the thing. There must be sometimes when she gets there and she can just walk clean across and sure enough she has saved the saved the time big time. The, it's the it's the scratcher ticket phenomenon. Right, yeah, but yeah, and then like how long do you have to be waiting before you're like to now it's like, well, now now it doesn't matter. Now you're like pot committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's exactly it too though. Yeah, it's like if you go and buy a dollar scratcher every single day for, you know, like 25 years and you eventually win $500, it's like you're out a lot of money. You're right. You know, <laughs> but like like today's a good day. Today's a good day. But like But you, if you, you just put that dollar in the bank every day, you'd have more than that anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting, you know? To me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like, it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's 
what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. But so anyway, back back to my original point, because I, yeah, this, this has been like something that I feel like I've, I've, um, been trying to be much more cognizant of is, is the difference between, um, being in control of an emotion and suppressing an emotion, because I do think at any given point in time, the end result is inaction. Like you were choosing to not have an emotional outburst of, of some kind. And Mm -hmm. I say outburst as if it's going to be like a temper tantrum of a child in like the middle of the grocery store because they didn't get bubblegum or something. But I, I, I think an emotional outburst can be any version of you letting your feelings out that could be for you. That might be calm, you know, but, it, but it's still contrary right. to the current. And frequently for me, like I've, I've talked a lot about being like a people pleaser. It's not very easy 
for me to even calmly be contrary to the people who are in the room. Right. Like, like someone expressed an opinion and be like, actually, I don't think that's right. And it's like, I'm not shouting at the person, but it is taking an enormous amount of like emotional, you know, yeah. uh, like, like I'm feeling a lot. It's yeah. Like my pulse would probably be like through the roof. I would say the difference to me is that if you're like in control, it's like you are choosing not to react a certain way in the moment, whereas suppressing is like denying that you feel that way at all. Okay. Well, let's, that- let's think that through. Well, okay. Cause, cause that's the other thing I think, I think you're, so especially onto something with the idea of controlling yeah. an emotion, because like, I think if we go back to the, the not honking at somebody example, it's like, I think what you can probably rationally realize, like you, like you said before, this might happen <clears throat> enough. You might, you might be well exposed to this particular problem. Doesn't mean it doesn't frustrate you when it happens, but you also know that it's very fleeting and that it'll go by and like the, that you don't need to be upset with it for longer because it's not going to cause you more of a long-term problem. Right. Like if you get pulled over by, by a police officer and you get a speeding ticket, then you have to deal with that until either it's been paid off or you've gone to court and resolved it. Mm-hmm. Meaning that like it, it has long-term effect on you. So your frustration might be, might be more not at the cop, but you know, at that something by the time you get home, like I got a speeding ticket today. <clears throat> it's going to come out then uh, as, as you need to express yourself. But so uh, the, the question might be, is the more that you can be specifically in tune or or able to recognize what the emotion that you're feeling is and and kind of like why and then like what and also being able to define the parameters around it to to determine what potential impact may come from this particular thing and like i think the idea of disagreement especially in like our society the the issue with it is that your fear is that if you disagree with something that somebody else says that's near you makes it so you are now incompatible with that person. Just like at all going forward. Yeah. Like Like we disagree on this one thing and therefore we can't exist near each other at all. Yes. And and I do think that that's like, I think that's part of the problem. And I think that like part of why people, I think some people engage in comment arguments on social media and stuff because they think it's fun uh, or it's like to them, maybe like intellectual debate. Um, but to others, what I really think is, is potentially happening is like, you have expressed something that I like emotionally disagree with. And now I am fearful as it's like, despite all of the evidence that may exist that we have coexisted for quite a period of time. Now that I know you feel this way about this particular thing, I don't know if we're going to be able to get along with anything else until like we can meet common ground here. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that like the reason that suppressing like an emotion around a disagreement with another human being, um, especially someone you are going to be exposed to on a more ongoing basis, um, Mm -hmm. is now it's kind of like the speeding ticket problem. It's like, this has to be unresolved. Like this is now like an unresolved problem that it's, it's hard to rationally recognize that like, it's okay if we disagree with like on one thing, Mm -hmm. you know, it's okay if we disagree on many things, right. You know, but I think that this is, I think it's something that we just all struggle with because it's, it's like, um, it, it introduces an unknown into the relationship that you then have with another human being. Right. Uh, and unknowns are just scary in general. Sure. No, nobody likes unknowns. Um, the, the, the only thing, the only people who like unknowns are people who are 100% sure that they can adapt to unknowns at what point, at which point in time they're no longer unknowns. Sure. Because you are, you are just now readily aware of the fact that you can respond to any 
upcoming problem. So how does how does this all trace back to whether or not you're in control of or suppressing your oh. emotions? Well, so okay, the, the idea again, I go back to the same thought is that you didn't you didn't have some type of emotional reaction to where you were able to take a negative emotion that you felt and then vent it backwards out by way of 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 like getting like the release of expressing your emotion, mm-hmm. right? So I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is um, if you're if you're suppressing an emotion and you are continuing to carry it with you, then I think that those are the types of moments where it means that there's like the potential opportunity for your own emotional like assessment. You know, it's like it's it's taking anything that like like you get home from work or you come home from a party or you go out to dinner with like in-laws or something or or whatever the case may be. Someone said something that like that like stuck with you. Yeah. It's it's taking that situation and I think one recognizing that you are suppressing an emotion. Yeah. Cuz I think that that's the other thing too is that it's hard to recognize that like like if you walk out of that dinner and you're like can you believe what they said? You know, it's like then what's happened is you you've suppressed an emotion and i think that if like we can all work to identify like what was it about the situation that that like rubbed me the wrong way or made me upset mm-hmm. then i then i think that there's there's uh the opportunity for greater advancement uh, in terms of how we all intermingle is is maybe what it comes down to so you're okay you're you're again going back to the driving example you were able to recognize that this person's gone whatever this is not a problem um i don't have to i don't have to deal with this person there's no there are no lasting ramifications i think that this could very well be the case with suppressed emotions as well where if you can if you can spend enough time getting to the root of like what made the negative emotion right occur to begin with that you that you needed to suppress mm-hmm. there can be greater opportunity to recognize this is not going to be an ongoing problem in the same way that that car drove away and now I don't have to deal with them it's like it's like oh okay i see what happened here this person made me feel this way because i feel this way very strongly about this but they don't know this about this about like my personal experiences, I could communicate that to them and maybe that'll make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I guess the idea is that I feel like um, I, for a very long period of time, again, people pleaser, it's my key personality trait. (laughs) I think, (laughs) Um, I think that I, for a very long period of time, suppressed emotions very, very, very frequently. Right. Like just wouldn't voice any opinion contrary to anyone ever. Ever, yes, right. which meant that I was constantly carrying like a huge debt. Yeah, you know, like your. I think we have people on our roof. Yes, the AC is not working, and the the ducks are up there, so people are <laughs> inspecting it. Sorry if you can hear the stomping. The stomping, but yeah. So because you're carrying this debt with you at all points in time, I feel like it also makes you then that much closer to that straw that broke the camel back type of situation where it's like a small thing could then potentially set you off. Yeah, versus something that should set you off because there's reason for it to set you off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, I guess what I'm trying to communicate is both recognizing the difference because I do think that there, there are two, they are at the very least two key ways that you may react to any given problem. Sure. And I think that the more analysis you do of suppressed emotions, the more emotionally healthy you'll be and the less you'll have to suppress them. I would say the, the there's probably a third way, which is to just immediately express said emotion in the moment. Yes. Yeah. And, and okay. So I would say that, the, that you do do this. Yeah. Like, I would say that you are much more willing to like, you know, if it's like, Hey, should we go to Moe's or Chipotle? I'd be like, not Moe's, you know, whereas I would be like, oh, I don't care. Like either one's fine. You right. choose, <laughs> you know? And then like, they'd be like Moe's. And I'm like, oh. 
like right <laughs> very light example obviously but i think that you would be much more willing to speak up uh and and just express how you felt about this particular thing uh and as such i think that you were emotionally healthy to the tune of of not carrying an enormous amount of of this debt oh thanks yeah no problem no problem <laughs> um but where am i going with this yes so but okay so for me though again the the idea is that i am not good at expressing it okay and and i think that comes from years and years and years of not doing so okay and so very frequently now my version of expressing it as i've tried to do this more for myself i think comes across as a bit more abrasive i see than, than i've ever intended it to so this be. this is what we're really talking about it's me yeah yeah <laughs> well i think i think that other people may may relate possibly or it could just be me and you're just listening to me talk at this point in time Welcome i'm sure plenty of people have experienced keeping something to themselves and then exploding later yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um but with with me, I think it's, it's kind of two things, too, because I think one people don't really expect me to be contrary because I think for so long there's been a history of me not doing it. Yeah. So I think on the one hand, people just don't expect me to to speak up in this capacity at all. It's like, well, where's this coming from? Mm -hmm. But then the other thing is I have no practice doing it. Yeah. So very frequently it's like emotional, like uh, emotional reaction bubbling to the surface. <laughs> response Ooh, ben you know what is a great way to practice this what's that is having strong opinions about weak things <laughs> interesting interesting <laughs> see this is this has really been a 90 episode explanation yeah about the benefits and merits of having strong opinions about weak things because when you have a strong opinion about a weak thing you it, it's it's such a trivial matter as to it doesn't matter how like negative like how much you backlash at the other person because you're like talking about what like such stupid things. Moe's versus Chipotle. Like, well, that's not stupid. That's obviously the clear answer is Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> the clear answer for so many reasons. Ben's trying to, <laughs> trying to get an emotional reaction out of me right what? now. I'm going to keep a controlled bed. <laughs> Way to do it. Way to do it. But hey, if you were to walk home today and be like, Beth, listen to what Ben listen. did. Listen. And then tomorrow I show up with with Dunkin' Donuts instead of uh local commodity duck donuts. Yeah. You'd be like, once again, once again there's this guy in the fast food eateries and choosing the wrong ones. Oh, absolutely no, I'm, Ben. There's I'm, no wrong donut shop. You I'm know? throwing my donut <laughs> on the roof. No, absolutely not. I, I mean I love a good Dunkin' Donut. I like Krispy Kreme. I like duck. All good. All good. All, all fantastic. All acceptable donuts. Now, see, this is a great example, though. The A great example would be, for like a strong opinion about a, a weak thing, would be like, what's your what's your favorite donut? Oh, interesting. Like from Dunkin' Donut. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. I, my favorite is pink frosting with sprinkles. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Everyone else is wrong. Whatever else you said in the chat, incorrect. <laughs> That's the that is the correct answer. That is the best donut at Dunkin' Donuts or really anywhere. If you don't know what donuts you get, you want strawberry. You want the pink frosting with the sprinkles. That's the best donut. Can uh, is it okay? We've talked about this before. You know what doesn't feel acceptable? Going and ordering twelve of those. Twelve of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, like, I mean, here's what you have to consider. Then, what burden are you putting on every other person to come into the donut shop that now they can't experience the best donut? I mean, it's selfish to be sure, but also then you'd have them all. I know, but it's like, it's like, I feel like I'll go in there and, and this is maybe we, we've, we've given so many examples of things like this recently. Spray tans, not the least of which, mm. um, but it's almost like, I feel like I need to like sneak them in. It's like, it's like, why am I like quietly ashamed of like yeah. a pink donut? Oh, with oh, I do that. The, the strategies you come up with when you're choosing the donuts, like at the, at the donut counter, it's just like, 
mostly what I want is the pink sprinkles. Yeah, I want the I want the pink frosted and the sprinkles. Okay, let me start with that, and I'll I can go in strong. Now I got twelve left. I'll like I'll have I'll have, a, I'll have two of the the pink with the sprinkles, and they're like that's ten because they're doing all the subtracting for you, making you feel like I can't. Whew, good good thing you're keeping track of it because I already <laughs> lost count. How many do I have left? You have to check like several times. Yeah, it's but true. you always you want to lead with the pink with the sprinkles because then you know you're gonna like wobble around. You're like, all right, I guess I'll do like the chocolate glaze and uh, give me one of those, and then you're like, how many how many do I have left? Just two, one, two. You know, what? just give me. Uh, Give me two more of the pink with the sprinkles. Yeah, like you know, you, you, you can circle back. I I can't decide. Uh, I'm gonna go back there. Indecision. Yeah. Indecision. Just give me those. It was what I started I guess. with. <laughs> I, got, I got one third pink with sprinkles. Best. Yes, they didn't even see it coming. They didn't see. Uh, I'm like I'm the I'm a uh, completely different way. Like I'm I'm like walking up. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take a <clears throat> Boston cream, yeah. Yeah, French color. You know, show off like a little bit of. Right, that, yeah, okay. you know, I'm cultural. <laughs> cultural. I'm at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> maybe a maybe a blueberry. These are the concerns of everyone ordering donuts. Like, right. I don't want them to think I only. I don't have like good taste. I need to look like someone who uh, values variety in my donuts. Precisely. <laughs> exactly. Precisely. But the, here's the thing. I mean, it's like my assumption is that the donut picker at every single donut eatery ever has like ha- they have the strongest opinions about weak things. Like like they are at the point where they've done this so many times that it's like there's such a thing as a good order and a bad order. Oh yeah. And, it, and it's like I bet that, like people walk in and they're like they're like, oh yeah, this is a pink frosted. Yeah, I can, I can guy, see. It. I, was, I bet he's gonna. I bet he's gonna like sneak it in around. Let me seven. tell you. The other thing though is, I never. I don't think once that I've been to a Dunkin' Donuts, I could have successfully ordered a dozen pink with sprinkles because there's not a dozen left. Truth fact. You know. Truth fact. <laughs> like, why don't just, they make more? Why? I know it's the best one. It must be like a loss leader or something, you know? It's kind of like yeah. milk at the grocery store. Like, mm. the grocery store loses money on it, but then they put it at the back of the store. So you have to get to so, it. So you have to, like, walk. It's like, we, yeah. it doesn't matter if we lose money on it, because they're going to buy, like, five other things on their way to the milk. Right. It's going to be impossible for them to get to the milk without putting other stuff in the cart. Right. So they're like... Strategically. They're like the pink frosting. Do you know how much that costs per gallon? Lots. A lot. Like, it may, it, you may you can actually swap it, even trade, wait for wait for gold. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's that. So it's the best one. <laughs> That's how good it is. Yeah. Um, but so, so we have to have it, but you always keep a limited number on supply. Yeah. That way, you know, mm. that, that way, you know, they have, to, they have to get like a Boston cream. Of course. You know? Yeah. That was like dad's favorite. I feel you like liked the up. Boston cream. The Boston yeah. cream. What was mom's favorite? She, I feel like she had a favorite too. I actually don't know. We used to get donuts every Friday night. Yeah. Uh, after we would go and see our dad, we would have, we would get dinner as a family and then he would go and get, we would get donuts for the family for the weekend and then he would get donuts for the TV station and, and yeah. bring it back. He and, still does that. Does he really? He goes every Friday night to Dunkin' Donuts and gets a dozen donuts and brings it to the TV station. You're kidding I me. am not kidding. Dad, if you're listening, I'm so impressed. I know. <laughs> what, a, what a routine. What? Everyone must be so excited on Friday nights. John's they must be coming with donuts. They must be. They yeah. must be. Unless they're like like health conscious people, and like they walk in, and they're like, "Not again! What am I going to do with all these donuts?" There's pink frosted too. No one. Yeah, no one's upset. Definitely, no one who's having to work at the TV station at nine o'clock on Friday night is upset about the donuts. I don't think because no, there can't be. Yeah, there. I mean, and if look, this if is how are, you're spending then, your Friday night. If they are, then they're wrong. Then they're wrong. Exactly. Was that was that good? That was Strong. great. Thanks. Exactly. I, I was trying. I was trying. Great my best expressing. There. I was using. Your 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 teaching, yeah. your tutelage, mm. and my internship, if I will, underneath <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> Full circle. We're back. Oh man, oh. fantastic. How about a corny joke? Oh, 
Let's hear it. Does it feel like a good time? I mean, drop it. Okay. Okay. It's actually a one-liner. Okay. A, a, the term that I have been taught. Uh, this one comes from Isaac Garcia, who says, someone has been stealing wheels off of police cars. They've been working tirelessly to find them. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Because there's uh, no tires. That's fantastic. And actually, so it good. really it makes me laugh like a little bit too much to think about like a cartoon police car with, with no wheels. With no wheels. Just trying to be like... <laughs> We'll get him. Oh man, here, let me segue into cartoon police cars here, Ben. Are you ready? We're having segues all over the place today. I know. It's fantastic. I wish I wish Segway would just sponsor the show. They should. They should. They should get on that. The Segway Segway the show. Yeah. S E G W A Y, the correct way to spell Segway. Yeah, I spelt it right. S E no S I spelt it that way, but it's actually spelled S E G U E. <laughs> that it's, is uncomfortable. It is frustrating. That is frustrating. It can take a hike with its good buddy Colonel. Oh, the worst, the worst military word. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Can, continue to tell me about police cars and cartoon okay, shows. police cars and cartoon shows. This past weekend, Ben, I took one Luke to his first ever movie at the theaters. Lukester! Lukester! He went to the movie theater? He went to the movies! I can just imagine his tiny little legs hanging off the chair. Yeah, it was sort of funny because like by the end he kept sort of like leaning a little, he kept sinking a little bit further. You can see the chair starting to like push him up some. Oh. Like starting to sink into that like V. Because yeah. his legs aren't quite heavy enough to hold the chair down but just enough. Poor little guy. What did you guys see? Yeah, we saw uh, Paw Patrol the movie. Was it awesome? Uh, it was possum. Hey. <laughs> yeah. That was and okay. Yeah, <laughs> not the best, not the best one. Except I already made that joke on Twitter, so nice. I, was like, I had it locked and loaded. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, to, good to know it was planned. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, did he love the entire experience? You get popcorn. Well, okay. So let me tell you about Luke's very unusual experience with the uh, franchise known as Paw Patrol. Are you familiar with it at all? I'm familiar. It's, I don't, I don't is, know any. I couldn't tell you the main character's name, but I know what Paw Patrol okay, is. Okay, Paw Patrol is maybe the most inevitable show that has ever existed. Okay. Ever. Okay? okay. All children's programming is almost the same thing. Paw Patrol is all those things in one, and it's doing it the best. Wow. All kids' programming is either animals or first responders or robots or trucks. Paw okay. Patrol, all of it. <laughs> You're all kidding. of it in one. Wow. Yeah. Superheroes also in there, kind of in the same vein. Yeah, but so Paw Patrol is about um, these like is it six 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 puppies I think and their and their leader a human rider and they all uh, drive different like first responder vehicles. Okay, you know you have Chase the policeman, the police dog or whatever. Naturally, you have Marshall the fire dog. Right, you get it. Fire Marshal batting one thousand. Batting a thousand. They have Rubble, who does the construction work. Yeah, Rubble on the double. Yo, (laughs) Rubble is a great dog's name. Great dog, and it's a bulldog. It's like a bulldozer. Get it? Oh, they are not missing it. The Marshal was a Dalmatian, in case you couldn't guess, which of course you did. Uh, they have Rocky, the recycling dog. I'm not sure how Rocky necessarily fits in as well. It's, it's, it's good to recycle rocks. Yeah, good to recycle rocks. Absolutely. They've got uh, Zuma. He has like a hovercraft. He does all the water stuff. Nice. Yeah, and they have Sky. She has a helicopter. Oh, yeah. and her name is Sky. And her name is Sky. Get it? Yeah, because she's a helicopter. She's the one who flies. And let me tell you, uh, in the in the movie Paw Patrol, Sky is like OP. She gets so she does she like solves all the problems. It seems like everyone else, eh, whatever. But uh, it seems like flying very good, very useful ability, especially for dogs. Especially for dogs. Yeah, these right. dogs are very good. They can talk to the humans and everything. But um, 
yeah, so Paw Patrol, good stuff. It was, I would say overall, the movie was pretty enjoyable, even for adults. They had a lot of very self-aware humor and a lot of like jokes in there for the adults as well. Nice. That did make me laugh. And I was like, I appreciate that. Like one, one part of the plot is that typically the TV show takes place in Adventure Bay, Mm -hmm. but this is the movie. We got to, we got to get out of Adventure Bay. We got to go to Adventure City. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Big city living. Wow. Big city living. Way bigger. Way bigger. Yeah, that's right. We got to, we got to upgrade for the movie. We have way better animation and everything so they had a new uh paw patrol hq in the middle of the city nice and they get up there and they're like how did we afford this <laughs> which is like a funny question for them to ask at all but Ryder the human holds up a t-shirt like a real life t-shirt that you could actually buy so you're like oh paw patrol merchandise this stuff sells like hotcakes and it's like yes it does <laughs> <laughs> i was like that was hilarious i can't believe you put that in the movie that is so true. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So do you think that Luke, like when, when he got home, what, did he say anything about the movie going experience? Like, does he like want to go back and see the big TV again? I think he does want to go back. Probably not necessarily. Well, I, I didn't even finish telling you about the relationship between Luke and Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So this is, yeah, Paw Patrol. It's like it's all the things from every kid's show all put into one. And it's it's enjoyable enough, I suppose. But I wouldn't really know that much because we don't actually watch a lot of Paw Patrol oh. at my house, which you'd be you would you would be surprised by because if you were to talk to Luke and if you were to like play with them uh, for very long, like with any of his toys, he loves all of his Paw Patrol toys. Like he's got he's got the Rocky truck. He's got the Marshall truck. He's got like a sky thing and he plays with them every day. Uh, when you ask him about like his birthday, he's like, oh, I want I want the pop. He wants like the tower. You know, he That's what he wants. He wants all the Paw Patrol toys. OK, but he doesn't like the show. But yes, that's the weird thing is that I'm like anytime he wants to watch TV, though, he'd be like, oh, do you want to watch Paw Patrol? Be like, no. I do, he will not watch it. Like, does not like the show or doesn't want to watch it. Is like offended that you're even asking, which is weird because the like right now he's watching Puppy Dog Pals, which is just another dogs. That, that feels it's, pretty it's like Patrol. it's so adjacent. Yeah. It is so right there, and he's just like no. So my only concern was that like I really wanted to take him to the movies because I was like, oh, this would be so fun. We can go. It'll be like a thing we can do this afternoon. You know, we'll do it big. But the only problem is that the main kids movie out is Paw Patrol. So I'm concerned that I'm going to get there and I'm going to like get the popcorn and the candy and we're going to be like so excited to a big screen and then he's going to be upset about the content itself. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Was that the case? Well, I will say it was it was interesting. So we got there and I was like, yeah, we're going to the movies. And he's like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't know what that means yet. Sure. You know? Like, I'm like, no, it's going to be, it's like a really big, I was like, you know, how, look at the wall over there. Like the screen's going to be that big. And I, I, even that he's like, eh, what? Eh, you know, not really picking up on it, but we get there and I'm like, okay, let's get a soda. And I let him pick out some candy. And he was very excited about that. I'm like what? Naturally. Was like, I wanted like, this is the first one. I want you to have an extremely positive experience going to the movies. Positive. Like, yes. A positive, <laughs> a positive experience. Nailed it. Going to the movies is like, like, like this is, you know what we do. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like the family biz. Son. This is the family biz. Welcome to the movies. This is what I talk. When I go to work, this is what I'm doing. I'm talking about movies, not that are you know only a little bit (laughs) higher up the kids movie chart than this right 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 yes yeah so i really wanted you know we got the popcorn we got the candy he got sour patch kids i think he pointed at the m&ms i don't know they gave him that i handed them to him he told me afterwards that he was pointing at the m&ms i was like whatever he ate the sour patch kids and he enjoyed them but that's we said in there and we said at the movie theater you know it's like and the movie is just starting Fortunately, we didn't have to like sit there and wait for like all the previews to go through or just like wait for it to start. It was like we walked in exactly the right time and they start playing the Paw Patrol theme song. And he's like, 
I don't like this. Like, I don't want to. I want to. I was like, no, 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 no. It's going to be fine. Is this fun? Is it fun? Have some candy. That's going to be good. I was like, I am positive. He positive. He would. He's, he would like the show if you would just watch it <laughs> even you know like i'm like we're gonna sit here we're gonna watch the whole thing and i'm sure i'm it's gonna win him over and at like one point in the movie he just like leads over and he's like i want to go back home and i'm like no that's almost over don't worry we're, we'll leave soon don't worry and it's like i'm like it's been like 20 minutes we got like, oh, another, gosh. We got like another <laughs> we're not even an hour in <laughs> it's like a 90 minute movie did he make it oh yeah and then yeah he leaned over another point and told me that he wanted to go home again but then then by the end, um, like when the credits started rolling, I was like, all right, time to get up. And he was like, no, I want to keep watching. I wanted to keep watching. Oh. So by the end, indeed, we had won him over with the movie theater experience. And he was like very much into it. And has he wanted to watch Paw Patrol since then? Uh, no. Well, this was I was this was like my my end game for the movie it was like afterwards. Uh, we're right. The movie theater is like right next to a Barnes and Noble. So I was like, we'll go in and we'll pick out like a uh, like a Paw Patrol book. So then we'll like just like finish off the experience. We'll leave it and then we'll go get a new thing and then we'll go home and we'll read that thing. And, it'll, you know, it'll all mesh. This is these are how all the gears are going to come together. Wow. Yeah. Expertly planned. That was my expert plan. However, and it was working pretty good. We went into the Barnes and Noble. We found, you know, went to the kids section and we're like looking for the Paw Patrol books. And this guy comes over and he's like, oh, do you need help? And I was like thinking, oh, how, how, what a useful salesperson. They're going to show me where I could find these books, which he's definitely going to know about because it's such a popular thing. And I'm like, yeah, we're looking for Paw Patrol. Yeah, popular thing. And he's like, well, the store's actually closing. So uh, if you want me to like look at it, and, and, like he definitely doesn't know at all what Paw Patrol is. I'm like, oh my God, now this guy, and he's like hovering, you know, and I'm like, like he's, you tell he wants me to like leave because, leave. and I'm like, I just got in here. I'm just on the movie. I'm trying to do the thing. And the only like books that I can find that I'm sure there are more out there, but the only ones I can find are ones that like you open up and it's got like a, like a coloring book and a ton of crayons and markers and stuff. And I'm like, this isn't really a book. It's more like a play thing that is Paw Patrol themed. And then there was one that came with a bunch of like just toys and figurines on the inside of the book. And I was like, this is also not what I'm looking for. And like <clears throat> then uh, we we walk past because you've been to Barnes and Noble. It's only like half bookstore at this point and like half toy store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is naturally and yeah. So Luke spots the toys and in particular, I don't, I don't think it would have been a problem except he spots um, a shelf of puppy dog pals toys oh. of which he has zero and that's like the show he's watching a lot at the moment and he's like oh so all the excitement then got focused there and this guy's hovering and i'm like all right we're just we're, just, we're getting this we got we got a rolly toy oh, oh rolly roll it roll that's the name of one of the pugs in the show oh i got yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. no I, yeah. I figured entirely yeah so it's no sky but you know, yeah it's no sky it's no sky i mean rolly he's 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 sort of the more fun loving pup of the two okay i would say he's pretty fun i mean i like that show too it's fine but um yeah, that's so we ended up with that toy instead of our Paw Patrol book. We ended up with a puppy dog pal toy. Outstanding. But he was very excited about that. But then I felt like by the time he got home, that's that's mostly what he was focused on was the new toy. Well, you tried your best. I tried. I, I tried. Mean, this if, was my effort. If Paw Patrol is out there, they're they're watching and they're like, man, we should maybe get this guy like, you know, hooked up with like a like a like an agreement or something. Maybe he can be the voice of of rubble rubble. <laughs> rubble on the double yes yes are you proud of me for remembering absolutely excellent well done excellent okay yeah um well i think as we as we head into the, t- the tail bits of the pop yeah we have, a, we have a couple of small new a small new segment a new segment that we can that we're going to introduce here okay here just at the end of right every here episode. at the end <laughs> right here at the end it's the time to do it because this is where it will now exist yeah 
is at the end. You think is, so? Is okay. how I envision it. Yeah. That's how it's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It is going to be Jay and Ben's pick of the week. Pick of the week. Picks of the week. Picks week of the weeks. Of the picks. So anyway, the idea here is that I pick something and you pick something and then we tell everybody about it as like, this is just something that we like right now. And I wanted you to know. Okay. So it's, it's, it doesn't have to necessarily be like a TV show or a movie. Or... It, doesn't, it doesn't have to be my first one is. Okay. Mine is too. Okay. Okay. Well, let me go first. Okay. Okay. So mine lately, we have been watching the TV show Jane the Virgin. Oh, which has fun. been, it has been like, it's so, uh, it's, it's very, like the the story has this big like telenovela like under story or whatever which is like a like a um, Spanish like soap opera yeah and it's it is hilarious because it's almost like if you were to take the soap opera genre and turn it into like a Netflix show yeah you know or like like a like a show show it's it is incredibly self-aware all of the twists and turns are just like it's like what no it was them oh <laughs> like it it's doing such a I'm like one season in but it's doing such a good job of of like running the same gag and still being spectacular episode in episode out and it makes me laugh and the narrator is hilarious so anyway that's my pick of the week okay that's your pick of the week Jane the Virgin okay the show I have been watching recently a lot is uh titans on titans Titans. like the um like the teen titans but like as as larger titans as well it's like that's the it's a dc show it's on hbo max i guess it was also coming out of like the dc universe app or whatever but it it is like the live action titans one and it's good it is uh it's getting better the further i get into it okay for the, I have, of the week you're not selling it very hard no no i will say you uh, saw paw patrol the movie no, like. i know yeah that's my pick of the week right paw patrol the movie see it bring your kids it was a remarkably full theater i thought oh okay yeah because it was only like a 4 30 showing so i was like i wasn't expecting a big crowd but well i mean that, crowd that is was. that is the prime time showing for yeah. four-year-olds yeah but so in uh, my my experience with the show titans is that it forever when it's come to the dc stuff any show that is focused more on the sidekicks and less on the actual heroes has almost always seemed better like the teen titans cartoon when we were growing up i always really liked i thought that was really good yep. and i think that's aged pretty well um and then like there's a show called young justice okay which is basically they were just like eh, well let's make teen titans but a little bit more adult but still animated Ooh. and that is extremely good if you need a good show to watch that is why i wanted dc universe because they were having an exclusive third season that you can only watch that way so and now it it's just on hbo max okay got it got which it. i we already had and i was like ah, victory i'm watching it now it was like a year later but for some reason despite that always being the case i was like titans i don't know this is the I don't know if this looks that interesting. I just saw all the trailers and it was like dark and gritty and stuff. And I'm like, I'm so I'm kind of getting over like the really super dark and gritty Uh, superhero thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched the first episode and right away there was like some of like the slow-mo bone cracking violence stuff. And I was like, this is not always my cup of tea. But for some reason, like since then, they haven't really gone back to that. And the show has gotten progressively better. I think as I always, it has gone on. I always wonder when they're writing like a pilot for any new show, if it's like, we need to include something in this show. Yeah. That's like, it's like episode one. It's like, boom, edgy right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, Allie and I just finished watching the TV show working moms, which is what originally <clears throat> put me onto this theory because if you've ever watched it, episode one about 29 seconds in is edgy. 
And then it's like, from there on out, it's not like that at all. Right. But, but like, right out of the gate, it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, let's grab your attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, that's our that's our new that's our new segment. Yeah. Close out. Titans, the, check it out. The pick of the week. Yeah. Maybe maybe we need a, better, a more a more popcorn themed name. Maybe we do. It's a work in progress. There you go. There yeah. You go. If you have any ideas, just be sure to let us know. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to start another new idea. What? Where we read a review. Oh. A review of the pop. A review of the pop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I gotta, I'm doing some, I'm doing some. You're catching me. This is, I feel like this is catching me off guard, Ben. It's the element of surprise. The element of surprise. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. This review comes from anonymous SCB fan. Oh. And they say, I cannot explain in words how much this podcast has helped me with these times from going to bed at night, from going to bed at night to going through something hard or scary. I try to rec- recommend this to everyone I meet. Thank oh. you. SCB so much. By the way, I'm Team Jazzy J all the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You sound awesome, Anonymous SCB fan. I know. I know. Great review. Great review. Great review. If you guys would like to leave a review for the pop, uh, that does actually help us out in the discovery field quite a bit. I I have wondered if, like, how to sell like not sell but like if i were to like pitch this show to somebody almost if we were to like step away from the idea of like oh it's about like pop culture it's these guys who like you know do the super carlin brothers show if it's like like easy listening or like a calming experience or you know like like something like that right because i think it's like a conversation with friends it's like a conversation with friends like that needs to be its own genre of podcast is like conversation with your friends but like you know you just tune in. You listen. Right. It's you like, just tune in and listen. If you do want to talk back, you can go on like the Reddit where actually there is a thread right now where people are like have had that problem of like how to describe this show to their friends. Oh, no way. Yeah. Which is really funny to listen to. They're like, yeah, no, it's about like they do fun facts about coyotes. And like, so it's about animals. No, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, they tell joke. They do like corny jokes like, okay, okay. it's like a comedy thing. Well, <laughs> The one guy always has deep thoughts. Yeah. The one guy. Yeah. That's me. (laughs) Anyway, guys, uh, if you have a way to describe this podcast, maybe certainly let us know. Definitely go leave a review and uh, we'll start to read them each episode. So if you've got something just spicy or hilarious to say, uh, this might be a great opportunity to go and and really uh, put your your creative juices to work. Do it. Um, Otherwise, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, we do lots of additional bonus content. Like after today's episode, we will be doing a live Q&A with Ben and Jay. We will. um, where Where patrons can tune in ask us questions and it's, it is more of like a back and forth podcast style experience uh if you were interested in that again it's patreon.com slash popcorn culture but otherwise until next week pop pop when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply